Exactly. That's exactly how the songs went. Okay. Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. And on my right hand side, who just ran away after, after bombing the whole interview, is my right hand man, Gabriel. We got to put the cat out to it in God break. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. so today on Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Angelus Apatrida, and they have a new album called Angelus Apatrida, which is releasing on February 5th via Century Media Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Guillermo to share some more information about this release. And I've also pulled up some notes here, Guillermo, about some things that, that these are some talking points that I'm supposed to hit today. Uh, so hopefully, yes. hopefully, you're not tired of talking about these talking points. No, not yet. Uh... <laughs> Even it's like midnight here in Spain, but it's a pleasure to be here with you, John. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Great to have you on. Very excited. I love the stuff. Like I mentioned before we hit record, as soon as I heard the track, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Bleed the Crown. I heard it and I thought, gotta have you guys. All right, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic thrust metal song, of course. This is the most catchy song of the new album. And I'm not sure if you were able to listen to the whole album. But uh, yeah, the Blade Crown should be more like the catchy classic trust metal sound. Okay. So, yeah. Was there it's an easy one? With the other songs, then was there a conscious decision to make certain songs uh, catchier, classic than others? No, 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 not at all. I mean, um, this album has been composed and written during a global pandemic, so. Every song it's quite different from the other side, from the other ones. But we decided to make uh, "Bleed the Crown" the first single because we thought that maybe it was the catchiest, one of the catchiest, and maybe one of the more easy songs, uh, especially for the old-time uh, Angelus Apatrida fans to to understand the the new sound, let's say, the new sound of of, of this new album. But in my opinion, of course, they are uh, pretty better and with more energy sounds and more powerful sounds in this album, of course. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Did you guys take the time to say, okay, we wrote this song, but we could make it more powerful? No, 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 no. Um, it, 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 everything came like, super um, spontaneously because it was supposed to be an EP. Uh, it was supposed that Angelus would have a lot of uh, tours during 2020. And uh, during March, of course, uh, we all know what happened. So we decided to keep on writing more songs, and we find this uh, new album. So we got all the time of our lives for composing this this album during the pandemic, and everything was kind of uh, natural. Uh, the sound, the energy, the I don't know, uh, maybe all the mix of the feelings we got during the the worst months of the of the pandemic last year uh, made the album just uh, all the sounds came more powerful, in my opinion, more aggressive, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned producing the album amidst the global pandemic. So take us through that. What was that like? How did you guys put the album together? Well, uh, it, it was quite easy because uh, we, we always compose the same way. I mean, we, we, we like to compose alone at home. Everybody, every musician at just uh, at home. We, uh, in, in my case, for example, I prefer to, to stay at home in my computer to, with my guitar, just uh, writing music just recording some riffs and stuff and then we all put it together and since we live in different cities it's quite easy for us to uh 
uh, use uh, internet for communicating. So the, it was a pandemic, but in the end, it was quite the same. But the, the, the same way we were composing uh, during the last the last years. So it was quite easy. And of course, getting together, going to the studio was uh, was possible because uh, during the September and October uh, in Spain, things were quite better. So it was no problem for getting all together in the studio. But now things are really fucked up again. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, really, really bad in Spain right now. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully things turn around. Hopefully, uh, yeah. because yeah, I just chatted with a band in Australia and things are a, it's a completely different world down there right now. Exactly. It's uh, yeah, it's it, it's like nothing happens there. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand just had a music festival with 15,000 people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and, and 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 now he, you know this is the third wave in Spain, and everything is closed again. There's no bars. There's nothing. There's uh, there is a curfew, like night curfew. We cannot go now. Uh, there's uh, a lot of restrictions right now again because uh, my girlfriend works in in two hospitals, and things are really fucked up. I mean, it's I, I think it's even worse than one year ago. Mm-hmm. So. And she works in a hospital. Are you able to still spend time with her? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Okay. Cool. Uh, now, it looks like this music video for Bleed the Crown was done, or at least it was released anyway, on November 20th. Um, how did you guys get together to do the music video? Was that also during a time when it was okay to get together? Yeah, yeah, more or less. I mean, uh, things were getting pretty bad again by the end of December, almost in Christmas. So yeah, we 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 could re- re- record this uh, without any problem. Anyway, we're the company, so we got all permissions, we got all the you know the paperwork and stuff. So in in the end, in the, we we all could stay together, and uh, there was no problem. Of course, with all the sanit- sanitary uh, hygienic uh, um, measures, you know, it's like taking care of uh, wearing masks, all stuff. But at the end, it's like we were working for the last two months together, so it was quite the same. Mm-hmm. So there was no problem. And of course, nothing bad happened. Right. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see these. I love the the uh, the 50, I was going to call them 5153s. The, the EVH 3 amps or whatever they're called now. Is it called a 5153? Uh, I think yes. Uh, actually, uh, formerly they were called a 5150, but I think it's a trademark from BV. So I think that, yeah, the EVH is uh, 51, 53, yeah, could be. Okay. I love how you guys have the stacks running in the background. Is that your guys' actual sound? Like, is that what is on the record? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we, we're, uh, we're playing with EVH amplifiers for already six years, I think. And it's the real sound of the band. And I think actually with this album, it's the first time that we got the real sound of the amplifier because it's the first time that we are, there are no reamps. There is no software. Uh, everything is microphone. Uh, it's the first time. It's uh, I, I would say that uh, what you hear is what what is sounding through the EV8. Okay, very cool. Because just about neural DSP uh, amp plugins are on everything coming out of metal right now. But, but... yeah, yeah. But this, this is actually one thing that we were searching with this new album. This is why we contact with Zeus, uh, who is the guy who makes it and master the album. And we told him that we wanted uh, everything uh, like super natural. 
no no reamps, uh, no triggers on on drums. Just like uh, I mean, we we worked very hard for having uh, the best sound we could and the best uh, songs from the studio ready without mixing. So we wanted everything to sound as uh, as much natural as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, that takes a lot of consideration into recording the drums as well uh, to make sure that everything is done so that you don't need uh, any triggers. How did you guys do the drums? Uh, the, 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 the good thing with this uh, pandemic situation is that we got a lot of time for doing this. I mean, we, we were recording at home. Uh, we were recording in our hometown in the studio of our friend. So we didn't have curfew. We didn't have like... Um, like uh schedule so we could go anytime uh, any day so it took like two months for doing this so yeah uh drums are completely natural i mean victor always uh, record as more natural as he can but of course uh depending on the time you have for finishing the album um you can use a lot of triggers and a lot of tricks in the in the mixing everybody does this every single body does this of course but we wanted this time try not to do this of course the, the drums are edited i mean there's a uh the, there are some some keys and something there that of course they are move the beat there is some addition yeah. on the drums of course but there's no software i mean uh, what you hear is the microphone there's no uh, trigger there's no software sounds over there and the same for the guitars the same for the bass the same for the for the vocals we're very very happy because it was it, it took two months for doing this but uh the result is very very natural and it's like this is the closer thing to uh, a show that people can can listen i mean people listen to our previous albums and then listen to the band alive and they say they say that the band alive is like more they got we got more raw energy it's like more uh, powerful some way uh, and I think it's because of this. It's because more th- this uh, more natural and organic sound. And I think this time with this new album, we we just uh, made this uh, better. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are, there are a lot of things to improve. Of course, and next time we will try to do things much better. And hopefully, we'll have more time for recording and and producing this. But somehow, right now, we're very very happy with this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's refreshing to hear, especially in metal. Because uh, I think a lot of metalheads don't realize just how EDM metal has become with all the software that's involved now. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I mean, everybody can record right now at home, and <laughs> now you, you can record with with your computer. You can make a incredible sounding album right now. So this is a that, that, that's why I love to watch the bands, new bands on stage because this is a real this is a real deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when a band is playing on stage, it's like there's no software. There's it's only you. <laughs> this is this is true. Now, is there a theme to the album? Um, and yeah, we'll just start there. Is there a theme to the album? Uh, you, you mean like um, like uh, one thing that connects the, the older songs or something like that? Do you mean? Yes. Mm, not really. Uh, it's uh, difficult to explain because it's it's the seventh album and. We decided to call to call it sorry to call it like uh, like the band's name, um, but uh, no, uh, there's no connection between songs. But uh, the reason that they are all composed during the, the pandemic and they are really full of anger 
sometimes desperation. <laughs> yeah, I there mean, was, no. What was there to be angry about last year? I'm confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> there, 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 there were happening a lot of things, bad, bad things during the last year, of course. And come on now, Kirin, Spain was a country really fucked up with the pandemic. Uh, and not only because of the sanitary situation, but of course, uh, social things and political things here are really fucked up as well. I think in the whole world, and especially in the United States, okay, maybe now they are more calm, but during 2020 and the beginning of 2021, things were really, really weird all over mm-hmm. the world. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's, uh, this is the main theme, I would say, about... Uh, the most of the songs of this new album. Okay, now the starring the star. I was going to say the crown of the album because it is the crown. Bleed the crown. Uh, what is this track about? What we, what is the crown that we're bleeding? Well, uh, that's uh, so very complicated to explain. It's a very metaphoric song. Uh, uh, it's you 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 can say that it's like uh, watching people turning like um nowadays how, how to play in english right now after 12 hours working with my mind with my fried brain right now <laughs> how to explain in a proper english um let's say that uh, it seems like um the most disparate and poor people in society i was just like um, uh, praising and praising the lord you know like um they, they they don't care that the that the rich and the powerful and the elites are like fucking everybody. They just they would pray the the crown. They would bleed for the crown. I mean, uh, how to explain it really in a proper English? Shit, you got me. Está bien, mi amigo. Está bien. Está bien. Está bien. Me puedes decir en español. Sí, entenderás. Cool. And, and this is a, a double uh, double sense of this song because uh, Spain uh, still got the monarchy. We still got a king here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and there were some uh, uh, strange news uh, with the king of Spain during the last year. And, you know, it's kind of, of course, a metaphor as, as well. I breathe in the crown like this. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? End of 2019 yeah. or something? There was I'm trying to remember. There was something going on in Spain with the politics in like 2019, end of 2019. Only 2019, yeah, it's every year. Every year, every year. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, uh, I think in 2019 or 2018, uh, there was a change in the in the kingdom. I mean, the 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 song of the king now is the actual king. So yeah, and there did a lot of scandals and a lot of things with the previous king. And it's like everybody here also say it's like fuck the king, leave the crown. <laughs> Cala pinche <laughs> Ah, that was Mexican. It was. How do you how do you say fucking in in Spain? Jodido. Oh. See, yeah, in Spain we say more or less like jodido, like that. In Mexico they would say pinche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. coger in uh, is it coger? Yeah, no, with coger uh, is to take. But yeah, in South America, they say coger for... Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cógeme, por, por favor, señor. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, we say, for, for that, we say follar. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. very, very similar. Uh, I mean, we, we, we understand each other. I mean, we, we speak the same language, but the dialect is quite different. And of course, in 
South America, they're completely different uh, words and senses for different things. But I mean, we we know each other, we understand each other. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, what else? What else? What else should we hit as far as talking points are concerned? Here, Guillermo, celebrating twenty years as a band—that's cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we we're not that old. Yes, we just started very very young. Not that young, like you, like you boy, but uh, we started playing together when we were like 12, 13 years old. So yeah, it's already 20 years that we started playing together. Wow. Right now. What has kept the band together? Friendship, I would say. I don't know. Um, it's like we're, we're friends since forever. And um, the bass player actually is my blood brother. Uh, so we know each other since forever. It's like, I don't know, we just moved with the flow all, every year and just we, we always uh, wanted the same things and we always worked together. We always were in the same path and in the same boat. So, yeah, it's been already 20 years. So it's like crazy. Hmm. I think, it, yeah, it, actually, it's going to be 21 years. Wow. <laughs> in March. Yeah, yeah. we started in two. Well, that changes a lot of things because let's say, you know, this year you guys are going out on tour. What kind of set lists would we expect? Because that's a lot of songs to choose from. Yeah, it depends where the concert is going to happen. I mean, if it would be the first time playing in the United States or Canada, for example, we would try to make the most powerful short show. But uh, if we're going to play in Spain, where we're a big band, it's like we should have uh, like two hours set list with a lot of, uh, of course, uh, the songs of the new album, like five, six of the best album uh, songs from this album. But of course, there are like six other albums as well. So, well, uh, it, it depends. It depends a lot. Uh, if uh, imagine that is the first time we're going to play example there in in north america we, because this is we never play there and 20 percent of our of the of the crowd are the only fans of the band so 80 percent on never heard about angelus before we will try to do a show for everybody just to I mean, to to dig the music and and get into into the band so powerful sounds most catchy ones short show one hour, 45 minutes. Okay. Something like this. So it says here you guys are toured with Arch Enemy, Sepultura. Was that just in Europe then? Uh, we, we played actually all over the world, bad North America. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we play in Latin America, we play in Africa, we play in Asia, we play in Australia as well. Of course, Europe. But uh, we never played in, in, the, in North America. So. Mm-hmm. Quite the market to miss out on. Worse, but it's uh, the uh, it's the most difficult market to to enter, <laughs> and, and especially for a band from Spain. I mean, uh, there there are some people that they think that Spain is part of Mexico, actually. So <laughs> uh, I bet that they don't know that Spain is from Europe, and there are actually a heavy metalist scene there. So yeah, there's a lot of there is a lot of work to do <laughs> right now. No, it, it's it's true because I heard. It. I heard this. Like, yeah, you're you're talking about our neighbor. So I'm from Canada, and you're. I know, I know, I know. Currently I know, talking I know. about our neighbor. <laughs> I I know, man, that you're from Canada. <laughs> and 
No, but as, as, but I, and I bet that there are a lot of people in, in, let's say, in North America that they don't know that it's like a French part in Canada, like France, okay, let's say France, but, but we do mm-hmm. know this. Mm-hmm. And we do know that uh, French is, uh, it's actually it's an official uh, language, right? Yes, we have two official languages. We have English and we have French. And uh, so therefore, if you work for the government, then you need to speak both official languages. And uh, when coming into Canada, for example, if you entered into uh, French Canada or Montreal, they would say bonjour, hello to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you were entering into English Canada, which would be like Toronto, for example, it would be hello, bonjour. But either way, uh, they can, yeah. So yeah, we. Uh, I mean, we do not think of that. I'm pretty sure that the same people that think that Spain is an state from Mexico, they they don't know that. <laughs> they, they don't know that there is a France Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and believe me, Guillermo, I have I have met these people many times, uh, traveling around uh, my neighbors my neighbors' territory, and uh, what I will more than likely, I have not gone to to the United States in. Well, ever since Trump was in office, I haven't gone. That's for sure because I didn't. I didn't want to, and then I don't really think I have any desire anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. But I imagine that the level of ignorance just got even higher. Maybe somebody from the states can correct me if I'm wrong. But no, well, uh, all, all the people I know from the United States are quite the, the opposite like this. I mean, I, I don't know any any redneck like you know. Like this, uh, it's, it's just stories that I heard from all the bands saying likewise. So oh yeah, they would, would say how how many ignorance are over there that they think that Spain is a state from Mexico. So it was like fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, all right, yeah. They could even pinpoint Canada on a map. No, it's it's an incredible uh, area where you have people who are incredibly smart, and then you have like the exact opposite. It's it's an incredible, uh, I'll call it a dichotomy. It's an incredible, you know. Dichotomy. Yeah, 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 it's, uh, yeah. But I think it's uh, everywhere. At least in in Europe, is like this, and especially in Spain, is like this. Of course, it's like yeah, there are a lot of intelligent and super smart people here. But at the same time, this country is like <laughs> nowadays is chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so we've chatted about "Bleed the Crown." We've chatted about the full seven length album "Angelus Apatrida." We've chatted about being a band for 20 years. We've chatted about touring with Arch Enemy Sepultura. Oh, man, goodness gracious. We chatted about the guitar tone on the record. We chatted about you guys taking the time and the effort to record real drums, real guitars, and even real bass. Jeez Louise. Yeah, of course. Wow. Yes, of course. Everything's real. And actually, it's one of my favorite sounds of this album is bass sound right now. We, we, we recorded with this uh, new dark glass things it's incredible it's a uh, the pedal and the amplifier dark glass is like wow like, yeah. yeah yeah perfect new sounds yeah now the bass is here so wow love it mm-hmm. cool uh potential touring depending on how things happen but from what you just mentioned things are not going so well right now yeah is there anything that i missed Guillermo, that you wanted to chat about? I don't know. Um, I mean, I really hope that things will be better in the next few weeks, so we could start touring, at least here in Spain. I'm pretty sure that we're not going to tour outside Spain for the rest of the year. 
but uh, hopefully next year in 2022 we'll make it and we can go shooting in North America, United States, and Canada. Mm-hmm. Of course, actually, mm-hmm. we got plans for doing this last year, but uh, like shooting for the first time in North America. But uh, so yeah, maybe we can do this. Uh, and of course, we got this. Uh, we got we are on every social media. We got this Instagram, Facebook. So everybody can just reach us over there, and okay. I'm not sure if something missed. Something that you want to ask for? No, I believe we've chatted about everything that I had a question on, uh, and I thought it was cool from a production standpoint that you guys did everything real. And I know for the average listener, they're probably like, "What do you mean it wasn't real?" Um, but for those of us who know about especially metal production and especially over the last 10 years uh there's barely even a microphone touching anything now that's coming out yeah yeah and of course that that kind of uh, stupid word word with uh volume and masters you know it's like every metal band should uh, sound um like louder than everybody and finally you you find that you cannot play anything unless you got a super cool uh speaker systems because uh, all the masters just sound louder and louder and louder so this time we decided and we told Zeus to to make the master like even less less volume than the, the, than before and try to to reach this uh, natural and organic sound like mm-hmm. before bad with of course with a modern sound i mean i i don't like to make uh, old school productions because we're not in the 80s we're into in the 2020s so yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy with this, and and of course I, I I don't want to get misunderstood with the real sound. Of course, everything is real, in, uh, and technology is here for us. I mean, we we should use technology for the albums and for metal as well. But in our case, we wanted this time to to make things like sound uh, the the closer they could sound like they were recorded on a studio. So this okay. is why I decided to not try not to use software. Not no not so of course everything is 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 is, is uh, with software, but not using trigger, not using uh, reamps, uh, not using a lot of uh, effects on vocals, and not effects on solo just oh, I guess very cool. I'm really happy with the with the result. Really, yeah. I just found out that at Subway at the time of recording this, apparently the tuna in their tuna sandwiches actually has no tuna, in it. and I, you know I guess. People are surprised because they want they want to believe that there's a fast food restaurant out there that it's actually healthy. But I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? <laughs> no, 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 actually not. <laughs> what is it tuna a, a tuna sandwich in a gas station, for example? Have you been have you ever been in Europe? Uh yes, years ago, but yes, I've been to Europe. Yeah. It's like uh tuna in Europe is like uh, the food you get if you're out of food. Like tuna sandwiches and gas stations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how you think? So how you think that they are healthy? They're not. Uh, no. <laughs> not at all. No. No. And even if it was real, there's a lot of fat in there. It's mostly mayonnaise to keep it all together. It's so. all. It's only fat, and there's no tuna. There's no fish. Actually, uh, there's no animal. So it actually is vegan. It's vegan food. <laughs> <laughs> vegan yeah. plastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of food and touring, then. What's your favorite tour food, and what are you looking forward to trying the most coming to North America? Wow, I I, I love the healthy food. 
uh, while touring, I don't like fast food. I don't like like um, you know burgers or kebabs or something like that. Um, and touring, I try to to eat as more healthy as I can, like salads and all the stuff. And of course, uh, normally Catherine's Catherine's in in Europe are quite good while touring. But I'm really looking forward when I will go to North America, whether the United States or Canada. I, I need to eat as much as I can fast food. I I, I know that it's a it's um, different cool uh, foods there, of course. But you know, I'm 37 years old and watching every single movie in American movie. All this, and I've never been there, so I need to try these big burgers. I need to try these big pizzas. I need to try this big everything just once, and then get back to the healthy food. That's right, baby. That's right. Because when you come to Canada, we got to feed you butter tarts and sugar pie. I, <laughs> I, I know, I know. I got, I got many friends there in Canada as well. My friend from Three Inches of Blood, of course, they're not playing anymore, but uh, we toured with with them. They are from Vancouver. And and they were telling us uh, about uh, a lot of healthy foods and a lot of fish from Canada. And I love fish, mm-hmm. especially. If, love- yeah, if you're on the coast yeah. in Vancouver, then for sure. Uh, if you're where I'm at, on the other side of the mountains, where it all comes in frozen, I wouldn't do it. But it's not even fish from the like from rivers or yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much of the fish from rivers we get in the grocery store, to be perfectly honest, but you can go fishing, for sure, and catch it yourself. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Most of the commercial yeah. fish, like salmon and whatnot, is going to come from the coast. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, uh, here in Spain, we got a lot of great seafood and fish, but uh, mostly we all, the, all we got is from Norway and from the Atlantic. So it's like... The, the the best fish that is caught in Spain is sent to Japan and some other fancy places in the world. <laughs> and the United States as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well yeah, yeah. Groovy, sir. Well that concludes all my questions and I know it's getting late there, so I want to make sure that you get uh get to bed at a reasonable time. <laughs> yeah, no worries. It is now twelve thirty seven in the morning there. It's Friday morning over in Spain. Yes, yeah, really. It's quite late right now. Mm-hmm. Should go it's probably really warm, too. It's probably like our summer temperature in Spain. 12 degrees Celsius right now. Yeah, no, but it's uh, actually winter. And we, we went through a, a huge um, winter storm. Like um, It was snowing for one week, and it was quite a hell in Spain. Wow. The last week, yeah, 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 we were like minus ten degrees Celsius. Wow. Yeah. Now, now, now it's like more normal winter here in my town. Uh, uh, actually, I live in Albacete. It's like uh, in the southeast of Spain, but yeah, it's uh, winter actually. Right. All right. Beautiful. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your beautiful Friday morning. At the time of recording this, we'll be in touch when this is going to air. Uh, and then, yeah, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock and Roll Podcast today. Uh, Thanks to you, John. I really appreciate this, and it was very fun to talk to you and your son. Come on. Thank you, really. Oh, go ahead.